Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Blue Muse Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason, joined again by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And today, man, we got for you the college football podcast. Um, can't wait to, you know, break everything down. Before we do any of that, let's fucking go Phillies, baby. Let's fucking go Phillies. I'm hype. Bryce Harper is awesome. Reese Hoskins, two more homers yesterday. We have a 3-1 lead over the Padres in the NLCS. Darnell, you were wondering why I wanted the Padres. This is why. Um, <laughs> yeah. nice. And I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling like they, they if 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 we were in danger, um, yesterday would have been the day, but they fought. They were down 4-0 in the first. And the mm-hmm. Phils make baseball fun. I love it. Fucking love it, man. Nice. I always like when the teams that don't win necessarily win 100 games. You get to be there and decide who wins the World Series. So I I, I like that. I just, I'm just i just glad that the, it's not going to be the Yankees because it looks like the Astros are going to advance. Yeah. Or did they already advance? Uh, Astros are up 3-0. Yeah, 3-0. All right, yeah. So. Yeah, the Yankees, Yankees and Aaron Judge fold every playoffs. Yeah, I'm just glad. Yeah, because we lost to the, to the Yankees, unfortunately. Yeah. Y'all let me down. Politics was in that, man. Politics? Yes, man. They rescheduled the game from like a Monday to a Tuesday because of weather. But everything that like it was people that was at the stadium with taking photos of the sky. It was like a sunny day. It's like, oh, yeah, we might get rain tonight, so let's just play the game tomorrow. And then tomorrow happened to be when their A starter would be on three days or be on enough rest to start instead of their bullpen game when their bullpen is weak, basically. That's tough. (laughs) Yeah. But we got the youngest team in baseball, so I'm not too mad about it. All right. Hey, man, go Phillies, go Guardians. Um. Shout out to the Phillies, man. Sure. Yeah. I, I heard I heard it on the radio uh yesterday. I was driving. Uh a couple of shore bombs. No, nah, it was Hoskins who hit the bomb. Schwarber got on base. I thought I seen him hit a home run. He might have. No, he hit a home run. He hit a home run yesterday for sure. Cause I seen it. Cause he hit like because he went down to like one knee. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. He hit one in the deep straight center. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Nah, the team's glitchy. I'll tell, I'll, tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell you right now. Because it was all yeah, the top of our order yesterday just went insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Schwab hit a home run. Reese hit two. Wow. Real Muto hit one. These are our top, these are our one, two, three in the lineup. Right. They all hit home runs. They hit a combined four. And Bryce Harper just, you know, a little mosey uh, chill game for him. He just had, you know, two, two RBI doubles. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> Real Muto, he's a he's a big walk guy, mm-hmm. right in front of Harper. So he's ended up walking, you know. And then, but then if you look the game before, it was Segura and Stott and Marshall's the bottom of the lineup that did it. Yeah, because Segura had like we only won four to two, but Segura <clears throat> had like a big, you know, double that sent in two runs that kind of led to the win when it was one one. Mm-hmm. Nah, the team's clutch. They get big hits. 
Um, they're clearly anti uh, Sixers. So nice. It's always nice yeah. when you have another option, like when your main team is like letting you down a little bit. Yeah. No, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive what they're doing. Um, yeah. I. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of them, man. Because it's to the point where I see just watching the games, I'm like, oh, yeah, this shit is stressful. Fuck. Man, stressful is not the word. Like, it's nothing like yeah. playoff baseball to me. Nah. As far as the stress it's like level. Every, it's like every pitch. I mean, some people, hey, I was watching it last night. Some people, some people were like, the game's going on too long. Like, because we keep scoring. If we weren't right. scoring, this game wouldn't be as long. No. But. Baseball's not for everyone, man. Yeah, that's true. It's great. We were pregame and everything. That's great background stuff. But anyway, let's let's get to it. Let's get to, let's get to the uh, college football part of the podcast. <laughs> what the people um, came to see? <laughs> yeah. Quick question: Where you want to start? Syracuse, Clemson, Old Miss, LSU, Oregon, UCLA. We got options. Let's just get straight to it. Syracuse, Clemson. Syracuse, Clemson. That's yeah. what I was thinking about. That to me was the game. Um, the one that I watched anyway the most. So Clemson beating Syracuse 27-21, but they did come from behind. They were down 11 in the fourth quarter. Um, question, because I, you know, all day, what happened to DJ? DJ had a rough game. Um, he threw two interceptions early. He also had a fumble. Well, Shipley mm-hmm. had a fumble as well. But DJ sat and they started playing um who what's his name? Clubnik. Cade Clubnik, freshman. Is he a true freshman? Yeah, he's a true freshman. Uh he was the number one the number uh, one number one dual threat. Number one dual threat in twenty twenty two. Makes sense. Quarterback. So yeah. Just a little background. And yeah, just watching it, Clubnik that definitely made some um some huge plays. Um it didn't count as a pass for him, but the two point conversion. That was big. The 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 um big runs he was getting, and I you just kind of got the sense as the game was going on in the third quarter. Once Clemson turned it over and Syracuse to me, once they didn't score, um, because they, they were all relying on Schrader doing everything. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't, just didn't like the game plans. And looking at the stats, even worse than I thought. Um. Can't have a man throw it 26 times, run it 21, and only give the rest of the team six carries. It's a tough out. Yeah. And it's no, it's no wonder. Yeah, it's no wonder he, um, you know, got tired, got worn out, game went on, and they didn't score any points in the second half. But um, yet again, the ACC lets Clemson squeak on by. Um, Darnell, what were your thoughts on this one? So I didn't watch the game, but I'm pretty, I, I, I briefed myself on everything that happened, but I didn't watch the game because I was watching Ohio State, Iowa. But um, my thoughts is that looking at it, obviously DJU, he had a bad game. He was benched. That's a decision that only while he they were trailing. Benched. Okay. He was benched for somebody for the backup. So like, yeah. he was just having a bad game, bad reads, just missing throws, yeah. which which led to interceptions and turnovers, and they were just sputtering all day. And 
There was a play on the right sideline, the backup quarterback Sputnik or Klubnik. Um, he's scrambling and he's going out of bounds, and the defender like taps his back, and the ref throws a flag for unnecessary roughness, late hit. 15 yards. It's like third and 25 at the time. Yeah. 15 yards, automatic first down. Just extends this drive. They eventually score. No, I think they. I don't think they scored. But no, they scored a touchdown. Okay, they did score a touchdown. But yep. Then Syracuse gets the ball. Same sort of similar. Same sort of play. Yeah. Their quarterback's running toward the sideline. He gets bumped out of bounds. No flag. Mm-hmm. Those are the type of inconsistencies that people complain about when they're talking about whether it's. Just college football in general. It's just like in a referees, they do it in the NFL too, but this is just what they complain about. Just thought I should point that out. Yeah, Clemson also got a huge pass interference call that was tough. Mm-hmm. Uh late in the game on a throw. I think it was like third down, he just threw it up. And it, it was a pretty bad call. Um Syracuse definitely was getting the rough end on some things, but flip side, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They they weren't helping their case. Oh, they of course. They weren't doing shit. Like you got, and at the end of the day, I get it. It watching it live, it was definitely rough. It was definitely it was a flag, the first one. Now mm-hmm. I'll give you this: the second one was definitely a flag too. If you're gonna call them, yeah, that tight. But you're on the road. Clemson was at home. You got earned those calls. You do. Sorry, it's just. Like you said, it's not just it's just football, and it's going to be a little more. It's going to be tougher in college, and the refs aren't as good, and they definitely are going to be more swayed by home field and the better team. And mm-hmm. it's tough, but I would say I just maybe played like fifteen percent, you know, of the factor. But Syracuse lost this game. Um, one one thing I'll say. As well, you point out early, and I didn't see it until this game. DJ's up and down inaccuracies. It's like, well, damn. Because now I do think you might have a decision. It was like really bad. I was like, damn. Yeah. One that he just smoked on a um, high pass interception was just. Yeah. Yep. It was bad. And it was because he saw the safety creeping over, and then he's like, okay, I guess I'll just throw it right to him, apparently. It's not good. <laughs> um, clearly. So it's going to be definitely interesting to see what Clemson does going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how I feel about him, man. Because one, and it's like clearly his offense has flaws, but Shipley is a monster. He did fumble in the game. He also yeah. has the 50-yard run. The running game is elite. I definitely think they have the receivers as well. Um, and their defense, again, like they always seem to do, he's got first-round pass rushes. Now, whether they'll be good or not, who knows. But their D-line just destroys people. And we did see them play bad against Wake Forest. So do I think a Tennessee or Ohio State could light them up? I do. But you need a fourth team. We'll get more into it later. But they're just going to be undefeated. Then there you go. 
I think they're easy out if they're in the if they're making it to the four. I think that they'll be the team that everybody will want to play. I mean, they're, they're the only top team this year who sat their quarterback. So yeah, I agree. Um, let's get into it. This is it's good that I don't want to say it's good that this happened necessarily, but it it was um. The timing on it, I'd say couldn't couldn't really be better. LSU beating Ole Miss forty five to twenty, right before I'm talking, Darnell two inches mm-hmm. before we started to actually believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> we strayed away from talking about Ole Miss and how they haven't played anybody. We we looked, we talked about it at the very end of the podcast. Yep, we did, but we didn't fully buy it. And Jamie Daniels just light lit them up for five touchdowns. 250 passing, 121 rushing as they beat Ole Miss, who was undefeated, a 45 to 20, mm-hmm. and just beat them. They stomped them. So, that's the end of that. Yeah, that's the end of Ole Miss. <laughs> um, any thoughts on this? I was a little surprised, but also not really surprised. Yeah, I wasn't that surprised. Like, it's all like I'm. I'm not a big believer in the preseason rankings a lot of the time, so it doesn't really surprise me when this type of stuff happens. It wasn't really the preseason rankings where they were undefeated, but I hear you. I know, like, but until you play somebody, I still like I gotta see you play somebody first before I really buy in. Yeah. Now this is interesting. Oregon beating UCLA 45 to 30. Um, huge game from Bo Nix. Five touchdown passes, 22 from 28, 283. That's, hey, man, you get good Bo Nix and you get bad Bo Nix. But uh, last night he was amazing. Um, UCLA, offensive, they try, but we already know. Philly team sometimes. Those defense are going to have those laps. Um, so a huge win for Oregon. Now they're 6 and 1. UCLA drops 6 and 1. So it's interesting. I'll go to this game first and then ask you the bigger question. What were your thoughts on Oregon beating UCLA? Uh, pretty dominant performance by Oregon, honestly. Yeah. I believe in the third quarter, Bo Nix went 11 for 11 with three touchdowns. Passing. Yeah. Something crazy like that. And, it was a. Uh, I was watching the game. It wasn't as close as the score indicates. UCLA got a, a garbage touchdown at the end, but okay, yeah, very uh, very dominant performance. DTR, gotcha. Dorian Thompson, Dorian Thompson Robinson, the quarterback for UCLA, he was very frustrated at the end of the game. You can tell on his face, just just by the loss, but he gave his best effort. You know. 262, two touchdowns. He did throw an interception, but you know, he gave him 38 rushing yards. Not not great, but he did get a lift from Charbonnet, the back, the running back for UCLA, 151 yards on a, a 20 carries. And he they were just overmatched. I mean, it just was simple as that. Um Oregon had the better game plan and they came out, they were physical, and they imposed their will and they got the win. I think we're in a tough position right now, right? Mm-hmm. I think 
that that how how much credence should we put into the 49-3 beatdown of Oregon in the beginning of the season? I think this is a question for more of a question for you because I, I was more so I'm me personally, it took I was a little more convinced earlier than I, I would probably assume you were because of just the Bo Nix factor and that 49 or three. I'm more so know that Georgia can probably make anybody look that bad, especially early in the season when you're talking about dominant defenses and just being prepared for that type of physicality is just like it's tough. Um you can get you can get steamrolled early in the season. It happens sometimes. Um but yeah, so what do you what do you think? Um do you think that Georgia beating Oregon 49-3 early in the season is going to be something that holds the voters back or holds you back into thinking that Oregon's a real contender? I mean, here's the thing and we'll, we'll get to it in a minute. I think I think right now what you're going to get is you're going to get no matter how it breaks down, you're going to get two SEC teams in. Mm-hmm. You're going to get Ohio State, Michigan, one of those two. And if Clemson doesn't lose, I don't know. Because I don't know who beats them. Unless, and I don't know how the conference breakdowns are. Um, let me let me look at Clemson's schedule. Yeah, yeah, the schedule sucks. They play Louisville, Miami, fucking South Carolina. South Carolina is the best chance they have to lose. Yep. Oh, they play Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, they're in the they're in the Atlantic, so they wouldn't even in the championship game play Wake Forest or Syracuse. They're both in the same division, so they would play fucking North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I think basically by our schedule alone, like Clemson can eliminate themselves. I I don't think they're losing. I don't. I, but just because you're undefeated, is that I don't know if that's necessarily a guarantee to make it in the playoff. Now, this is where we got to be fair. Can you put a team that lost forty nine to three over an undefeated team? <laughs> like no, just got no. But, you just got. But in a scenario where it's uh, where it's a one loss Michigan, and that one loss comes to Ohio State, then you have a conversation. And it's a close loss. It's like, do you put Michigan in? Man, that's tough. Putting putting two teams, putting four teams from two conferences in there is kind of fuck, fucking tough. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I might even agree with it. But I don't know. And we didn't talk about him yet. Let's just sprinkle him in there. I'm trying. I still haven't watched him play this year, and I'm sorry. They seem like they're really fun. And who was that? TCU. TCU. Be Kansas State thirty eight to twenty eight. They did. Sorry, that showcase that. No offense, but I'm sure like not a lot of people watched. Mm-hmm. 
Did you watch it? No, but I mean, I know everything that happened. Um, TC or K- Kansas State was winning. They were leading the game early. Adrian Martinez was in there. He was he's dealing with a leg injury, so he got he eventually had to get pulled for yeah. the backup Will Howard, who was pretty much doing trying to do it all, and he couldn't. Eventually, TCU came back to take the lead. They scored the final twenty eight, I believe, and yep. won the game that way. So. 38-28 TCU wins, but it was a it was a scare if there's something called a scare for TCU. Yeah, and if Adrian plays, um, we saw he kind of has done so far this season when healthy. Mm-hmm. Eaten. Um yeah, again, like you said, he was hurt, so tough one. And well, the thing that's helping the Big 12 is Oklahoma State won. Mm-hmm. So they keep winning. Uh, no, they beat Texas. Yeah, three interceptions for um, Clint Ewers. Not a great performance. The last interception, not really his fault, but still uh, a couple missed throws for Clint Ewers. Just not an overall the performance that you would expect for somebody of his caliber. Yeah. Now, I personally am still on fuck the Big 12. Mm-hmm. How many – how many – how do I put this? What is the scenario that the Big 12 gets in that you would feel okay with? None? You can say none. Yeah, I don't see one. I'm sorry, I don't. Sorry, Big 12. <laughs> is it over it? Yeah, it's no – I don't see a scenario where they get in. So, like, if everyone else – Clemson loses, right? Okay. That's the ACC. CC goes undefeated. I can't find a scenario where the Big 12 gets here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no. It's pretty hilarious. I mean, I agree with you emotionally. Definitely do. Who did Oklahoma State lose to? TCU? TCU. No, I don't see it. I still don't see it. But, uh-huh. no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I just think TCU eventually loses, but they haven't lost yet. They keep scraping out wins. Kansas by seven. Oklahoma State by three, Kansas State from behind. Shit, they could lose to West Virginia this week. <laughs> Just cause at twelve, That's the emotional toll of continuously. Nah, I mean, yeah, they only beat SMU by eight. Yeah, Just tell you uh, right there all you need to know. SMU fought with Cincinnati last night though, so SMU's not trash, but. There you have it. Yeah. Real quick, Alabama beat Mississippi State 30 to 6. Um, good bounce back win for them. Yeah. You know, Mississippi State can't score, but still, good job. Uh, Tennessee won 65 to 24 BT Martin. Henry Hooker continuing his Heisman, Kennedy. Uh, and Ohio State beating Iowa 54 to 10. CJ Stroud hasn't even started his yet, but, uh, 
when he gets to play somebody. <laughs> yeah, so this was uh, Iowa is probably one of the better defenses in America. I didn't know that they were going to be proven to be, even though they allowed 54. It wasn't really 54 on the defense because there was a pick six. You got a couple field goals. Well, yeah, it was just a weird game. A lot of turnovers by the defense, the Ohio State defense, forced turnovers. A lot of short fields for Ohio State, which I personally think is something that kind of screwed with them a little bit because when you had that explosive defense, you know how, like, when you're driving down the field, it's it's easier as a defense to shrink the field when it's not as much field available, right? Like, you can't mm-hmm. really take the top off if there is no top to take off. Yeah. So, basically, that's how the game was, and it was not – the greatest CJ performance at all. If I was to grade him, I would probably give him a C plus. But um, he yeah, threw an interception C plus on his own standard. Like basically, what happened was the game. He was good, or he was he was like looking bad, and then he got good at the end when he needed to be. He got he made like nine consecutive throws, like three touchdowns, or like one drive where it was like boom, 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 three consecutive big chunk plays for. Last play was a touchdown, eventually scored, but just not a great performance overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so it's gonna One be thing. it's gonna come down, it's gonna have to come down to Penn State and Michigan for CJ if he wants to really have that Heisman moment and win the Heisman because we saw what Hendon Hooker did against Alabama and he had his moment. CJ just hasn't had his yet, in my opinion. I don't think that Penn State will do it. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do think, though, like you said, a big, a, a big Michigan game could do it. The issue is, is that Hen and Hooker also plays Georgia, so yeah. No. I just saying, I, I I'm not saying that he's the leader right now. I didn't say he was the clubhouse leader or anything or the pack yeah. house, whatever they say. I'm yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if Hendon does it to Georgia, there's uh, there's not much CJ can do. Oh, I agree. Just if you beat it. Alabama and Georgia in the same season, <laughs> yeah, the SEC bias, regardless if it should be oh, like man. that or not, I'm not Come saying on, that. Man. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not. I'm not discrediting when Benny beating Alabama and Georgia in the same season. What I'm trying to say is, regardless of what he did, the voters aren't going to give it to him anyway. Like, there's nothing yeah. you can do. Nope. So I'm basically agreeing with you. Yeah. It's just in your in your own funny way. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I will say one thing. One thing I kind of noticed was the running game for Ohio State. Iowa was able to kind of hold that down um, mm-hmm. as well. I haven't seen a lot of teams do that. Only Notre Dame. Kind of did it, but again, Ohio State was missing weapons, so it was a little easier to key in on it. And they were missing one of the running backs. I forget which one. They were missing Henderson that game, right? Against uh, Notre Dame. Dame. Oh, no. Notre Dame, um, they were just missing uh, the receiver. Uh, Adoka? No. Um, JSN, oh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. He returned for this game, but there was he was supposedly on a pitch count, and there was a play where it looked like he pulled up a little bit on his hamstring. So I'm thinking he got a little bit – I'm thinking he got re-injured a little bit, but 
I don't know if they really want to put it out there that he got re-injured after being out this long from being re-aggravated again. Like, it's just been a story his season. I don't know what's going on, but something that we should really be paying out, paying attention to uh, as Penn State and Michigan looms. Yeah, only has five uh, catches this year for, for 40 yards, so definitely something to keep an eye out on. Um. So yeah, first off, I still think Ohio State should be the number one over, number one team. It just won't happen. It's fine. Um, looks like you definitely got some shakeups. Don't think the AP did the AP polls come out yet. I don't think so. No, I so, usually come around right around two. Cool. I, I would definitely say right now for me, Ohio State one, um, Georgia two. Might even no. I'll put I'll put Georgia two. Tennessee. Three, um, four, Michigan, and uh, five. Give me Bama. Five, give me Bama. Six, can get Clemson. And seven, I'll take, I'll take Oregon. See if you can stay at eight. I haven't really thought about this. I don't really know my order, but if I was to just guess, I would probably say Georgia one, Ohio State two, Tennessee three, Michigan four. I agree with your Alabama at five. Alabama five, Clemson six, seven would be Oregon, eight would be TCU. And nope. yeah, no one else matters. So I you just really made it. Yeah, nice. Did, did I just say the same one as you? Yeah. Oh, like nice. no, mine definitely. was different at the top. Yeah, you're Georgia <laughs> number one. You're not a real hot fish. I know. I'm <laughs> I get it. As an Ohio State fan, I just can't just give them number one just because I'm an Ohio State fan. They just keep beating people 50 to 10, but all right. That like a bad a bad win is scoring fifty four is crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Spoil. So anywho, um, as we look towards next week, obviously, like Darnell was just saying, Ohio State, Penn State. This is a tough one, I think, for Ohio State, not because of the game, but I do think the expectation is that they beat a ranked team by forty. So that's it's very it's very uh I agree. It's Very a hard standard, hard standard to live up to every week. Like, I'm expecting you to score nine touchdowns, and if you don't score nine well, touchdowns, like, you know what I mean? I I will say this: the other the other thing about it is Michigan beat them down too. I think that kind of changes the the standard as well. Um, um, only thing, but the Iowa loss or the Iowa win, Michigan won against Iowa twenty seven fourteen. We beat them fifty four ten. So like we on that. Like uh, on that Michigan scale, he's still leading a little bit. So even if it's a little bit of a letdown against Penn State as far as uh, spread, yeah. Michigan is the following week. So it's like, real stop. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. We got nah, a Michigan, few weeks Michigan until Michigan. Yeah, like a lot of weeks. Yeah, it's Michigan's not until week thirteen. Damn. Yeah. You just want it. I keep thinking because those are the only two big games we have left is Michigan. And then I keep forgetting that we actually have 
actual games on the schedule, even though they're Maryland. not games. Yeah. Maryland. Sleeping on Maryland and Indiana, man. No, nah, don't worry. Two weeks, two weeks from now, we have a huge game. But um, yeah, as far as this week, that's that's a kind of big one. I'm on TCU watch. West Virginia, I think, might do it. Um, Georgia plays Florida. I just don't think Florida has any. I just don't think they have the juice to really compete in that game. But it's going on, so we'll see. And oh, then, so so I fell asleep on the Cal game last night, right? And I don't know if Cal won or lost. I don't really care if they won or lost. No offense to Cal. But they had interviewed the GOAT on the sideline. His name, oh, my God. Cal. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, right? Mm. Oh, my God. Tell me why the interview went exactly how you had expected to go. He cussed on to live TV. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, "My bad." Then he did it. Then he did it again. Didn't apologize. Then he said, "You know." Then they asked. Then they told him, "Like, yeah, you know, yesterday was the 16th anniversary of the time where you got on the cart and drove around the field." And he said, "You know what's funny? It's a cart over there right now." And they showed the camera. The camera like pans over to a cart, like a, a cart that's available. He's like, "I'm gonna check and see if the keys is in there. Because if the keys is in there, you gonna see me do it again." <laughs> It was just the best, like, random TV ever, man. Shout out to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> Marshawn is the GOAT. Yeah, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Apparently, Russ won't give him his phone number, so Russell Wilson's fucking up all over the place. And he's missing the game today. Fuck that guy. Um, But, <laughs> yeah, moving back, Um, definitely a, a one that could be interesting. I I think it shouldn't be, but Tennessee does play Kentucky. Now, this is a tough one only because you play them a week before you play Georgia, right? Yeah. At least you got the UT Martin kind of break, little breather game, but they got to stay focused for this one. You don't want, you know, Kentucky beating the before that happens. But Georgia has a little bit of that as well with Florida, but they're champions. Um, although we have seen them almost fuck up this year as well. So I, I think in a rare case, so that doesn't normally happen, but I think I think we would both be hoping that there's no upset there. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I want them to just smooth get their wins, so I can see it. Yeah, I want to see well, if like I want to see them play Georgia, and I want to see if like everything is legit. I know their defense yeah. isn't because their defense gave up so much against Alabama. It's not but like their Georgia's defense offense. has held anybody. But it's Georgia's offense. Can Georgia's offense do what Bryce Young can do? Like, no, in my opinion, it, no. And I agree with you. Tennessee's defense isn't—it's not great for sure. But I think the question is: as you look at championship teams and championship molds, are they LSU? Can they do it? I don't think so. I. I let's think if I think let's just go through it real quick, real quick. Okay. Um, ten to Ball State, they they think twenty seven to Pitt, and they beat them in overtime. Big mm-hmm. argument. That's a little bit of both. Florida, they let up thirty three, but if if you watch this game, it wasn't that close. Okay. Um, Florida did get some. Yeah, Florida got two touchdowns with less than five minutes left. 
Um, so they were, they were winning that game handily, 38 to 20. Jamie Daniels, Jaden Daniels, who we just saw kind of rip up Ole Miss, they held him to 13. Okay. So, you know, let me see. Let me see what Daniels did. He threw for 300 yards, but they just couldn't run the ball. Um, now you can throw it on them, but it looks like the running game is one thing that they're kind of much better at. Mm-hmm. Now again, against Alabama, they couldn't stop anything. Fair, because Alabama wasn't just throwing on them. They were running. Gibbs was going kind of crazy. But if you look, actually, Gibbs had 24 rushes, 103, three touchdowns. That's not, that's not bad. I'll take not that. Bad. And I'll I say I'm, I'm keying in on the rushing stats because we know Georgia's a run-first team. Right. Yeah. And we know that if there is any flaws, they're explosive, you know, an explosion offense. And that's mainly because, again, they lost Pickens this year. Um, and we see what he's kind of capable of, even though he doesn't have the guy, what he's capable of. Um, so I know we're trying to preview a game two weeks away, but I'm hype. Yeah, me too. I'm hyped. So, but I'm I'm just as hype. Not well, not no. Nah, I could take that back. I'm almost as hype for this Kentucky Tennessee game. So. I mean, isn't but is Kentucky's quarterback still hurt? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't think he is. See, that's I'm, big. I look. If, I look. If he's healthy, then yeah, no, nah, you're right for sure. What's his name? Will Levis? Will Levis or something like that? Will Levis? Yeah. Let me see. And they are on a bye week too. Nah, we'll play. Hmm. Play last week. Yeah. Had 27 against Mississippi State. Yeah, that's you gotta play. You gotta play for Levis. Levis, however. Well, he played last week and they have a bye week this week. That's what I mean. Play Mississippi State, but Mississippi State again, remember. They um just played Alabama, so that was their yeah. last game, and they did play them. They they did lose two games, but again, they lost to Ole Miss. I think Levis was out there the whole time, though. I remember he did. Yeah, Levis was out there the whole time. Ole Miss just stopped him at the end, and then South Carolina he missed, and then Kentucky lost. I mean, this is college football. The crazier things have happened, and. <laughs> Oh no, Kentucky can definitely beat them. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Looking at, I didn't know, I didn't know Levis was playing. Yeah, I thought he was like kind of done for the year or something. In my head, really, it was just Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. done for the year. They can do something right now. Now, as good as he is, I'm looking at it. They haven't really exploded on anyone. They've only scored over thirty twice, mm-hmm. three times, and it was against Northern Illinois. 31, Youngstown State 31, Miami 37. Gonna need for you to beat Tennessee. Just will. So yeah, that's a good point. I'm not saying they should be the favorites. I just want to see what it looks like. That's ESPN has a uh, 82% FPI. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's incredible, bro. Tennessee hasn't scored less than 30 all season. 
That's fucking insane. And they're not even the top three. I don't know. Well, they probably be they probably be third or something. But I know they're not top two offense going into last week. Who is it? Let me let me guess. Ohio State. Yeah, who's two? Mm, Amos had some clunkers. Um, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, that's insane. Look at the three spot. So I guess it's a Tennessee's offensive, but I get I get the stats. So. Overall, I want to see what I, I want to see what the updated numbers are, though. Yeah, if they just put up, if they just hung sixty three on somebody, like in one half. Georgia, I mean, actually, Tennessee is number one in total yards per game right now. Yeah, that makes more sense. But that's not really the number. Scoring, that's what I go by from right now. You're looking at scoring. That's how I would do it personally. Yeah, that's what I would do too. I, I just don't see it. I don't see in a stat that I can find. Well, offensive touchdowns: Ohio State forty-one offensive touchdowns, Tennessee thirty-seven. There you go. Hey man, I'm hyped next week. You know, Kentucky, Tennessee. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Ohio State, Penn State. A little less hope. A lot less hope for that one. We will definitely see. Nah, man, I'm excited. Um, you know, we're getting, we're getting. We got, we got one. I can't even. Nah, this was a pretty good week. It's pretty good week with the Clemson almost upset there. Mm-hmm. Old Miss. We kind of continue to figure it out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Let's get it. College football, man. I'm hyped. I'm definitely happy we started doing this part of the podcast. It's definitely been on a fun for me. I think Darnell agrees. Oh, yeah. Um, only time this year we've had to immediately jump on after a game that wasn't the finals. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm excited. Um, and I think, I think wherever, wherever we are, if not this week, I definitely think after Tennessee, Georgia, and Ohio State, Michigan, we'll be doing uh, similar stuff. But um, for uh, for Darnell, man, this was Demetrius, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Later. Double D's deuces. deuces.